listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. May the Lord give you his peace. We have the wonderful recounting of the conversion of St. Paul here in the first reading. And... um, There's a couple of interesting, curious details. Jesus says to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And um, Saul has been persecuting, not Jesus. Jesus already ascended back to the right hand of the, he's risen, he's ascended. Paul had been persecuting the members of the church, followers of Jesus. The risen Jesus shows up, knocks him off his proverbial horse, you see in some of the artistic paintings of this. There's no horse mentioned in the scripture, but it may be more proverbial. Um, and um, Jesus says to him, why are you persecuting me? And um, I think the takeaway has to do with the relationship between the church and Jesus. You know, How important the church is that Jesus would... You know, even say to Saul, you're persecuting me, uh, when Saul had been actually persecuting the church. Um, so, so close, so, so important. Um, a, couple, a couple of other indicators that kind of show the church was not an afterthought. The church wasn't a later development. The, the church was instituted by Jesus himself. Um, another example, Jesus did not write any of the books of the Bible. <laughs> And we know that he, he could write. Right? He drops down to the sand and he's writing things in the sand when they're accusing the woman caught in adultery. So we know he could write. He reads from the scroll in the synagogue. So we know he could read, he could write. Um, but yet, all we have is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John named after the guys who wrote them. <laughs> you know, so Jesus did not write. We don't have any letters from Jesus, right? With the letters of Paul, letters of Peter. One, two, three, John, Jude. Uh, we don't have any letters from Jesus. We don't have any gospels uh, from Jesus. He entrusted the memory of himself, his identity, his message. He entrusted all of that to the mediation of the church that he established. Um, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John were secondary instrumental causes it you know we don't know anything about jesus other than what's been given to us through the church so there's a message there um, kind of interesting another thing if you look throughout acts the apostles um even in some of the gospels nobody ever baptizes themselves there's no evidence of anybody ever like i baptize me in the name of the father no you know baptism is something you receive paul upon his conversion immediately is baptized. So it's Ananias baptizes him. Um, Another interesting thing, um, after Paul's been blind for three days, some commentators liken that to, to Paul having, like Jesus was in the tomb for three days, so Paul is blind for three days. So Paul is having uh, some kind of Christological experience and then the risen Jesus who blinded him doesn't come back and heal him. He sends a member of the church to come and the laying on of hands, which is another 
ends up being a sacramental action. It's maybe not necessarily a sacrament in this account. He's just praying over him. But again, it's a member of the church. Uh, so Paul has to be healed by Jesus through a member of the church. And then Ananias uh, is, um, he's protesting. Like, we, we all know who this guy is. Are you sure you want me to go over there? He's killing people. And uh, Jesus says that Paul is a chosen instrument of mine to bring the gospel, uh, not just to the Gentiles and kings, and, but children of Israel as well. Um, so there's this instrumental that God makes use of instruments. That theme is just everywhere. It's like a pattern in reality, actually. And um, so when you have a vocation to the priesthood, you certainly are caught up in that. You know, we all know that a big thing that about the vocation of the priesthood is you are an instrumental, secondary uh, mediator in the one mediator, Jesus. He shares his one mediation through his church that you minister God's um, grace to people. You baptize. Uh, you confirm if the bishop can't be there. <laughs> you you feed people with the body and blood of Jesus. So we've been having that beautiful bread of life discourse in the gospel. So um, I think we're all somewhat aware of that, that a big part of what it means to be a priest is that God uses you to bring himself to others. He uses you to minister his grace. What Paul say, we are stewards of the mysteries, you know, that God would use us. Uh, the, the theology of preaching, right? Faith comes through what's heard. And uh, Jesus uh, can't do what he did with Paul, with every person. Like in history, you can imagine Jesus miraculously showing up to each person. That was a rare, unique thing he did with Paul. But throughout the rest of history, Jesus is coming to people through the preaching of the church. Um, and as Paul said, faith comes through what's heard. So even the grace that's like, what did Peter say? Like, say only the good things that people need to hear that it may communicate grace to them. You know, it's again, it's an instrumental thing. Um, something that maybe is a little less clear is the going back the other way. Now, certainly we can pray to God directly, obviously. But also, God has willed that our faith, that our love, and our devotion to him is also mediated through others, right? Especially the poor, Matthew 25. Whatever you did to the least of my brethren, you did to me. So what did John say in, in 1 John? How can you say you love the God that you don't see if you hate the brother that you do see? So every brother that we do see, if we love and minister to, then uh, they mediate our affection and love back to God. So this instrumental mediation ends up becoming a two-way street. Um, isn't that beautiful? Isn't that something that that how we how we live, you know, how we treat others in some way is is given back to God Himself. So it's it's a two-way street. He comes, His grace comes to us through others, through the church, through the preaching, through the sacraments. Right? Nobody ever forgives themselves. <laughs> I absolve me in the name of the Father. Said so no. I, you have to go to confession to a priest because 
the grace of Jesus is mediated through the minister, but then also our devotion back to God, our response is also mediated through others. And, and there's a mystery there. I don't know. It kind of fascinated me this morning in my, my meditation. Um, there's a secret sacramental structure to reality. And um, to the degree that we know about that, that we're aware and growing in a sensitivity to that, the more we will see God everywhere. We'll encounter him in the most unlikely of places. And that is beautiful. And that's the grace we pray for this day. Amen. listening to from the friars podcast the community of franciscan friars the renewal please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media cfr underscore franciscans